Hey, what's up? This is Kev from the Falafel House Fantasy Football Podcast, and you're listening to the BS Podcast Network. Enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to Soren with the Magic Our Way Podcast. My name is Mr. Mononymous, and I'll be your chief flight attendant today. We'll begin boarding in just a few minutes, but first I'd like to acquaint you with the rest of your flight crew. First, we have your pilot and co-pilots, Kevin and Danny. These artistic buffs will launch you from New Orleans to soar over all things Disney. Your entertainment director is Ivory Comics proprietor Eli. Be sure to check your in-flight magazine for a sneak peek at his comic, Project Geisha. Nice work, pal. Soon you'll be airborne. If you or your little aviators would like to reach the flight crew at any time, be sure to check out magicarway.com, where you can find links to Facebook, Twitter, email, or send in a voicemail. And, of course, you can book your next Soren flight with your platinum-level earmarked travel agent, Lee Lastavica, from Magical Moments Vacations. Remember, you've got a friend in Lee. Okay, let's review. Kevin, Danny, Eli Lee, Artistic Bus, Disney stuff. Anything else? Oh, yeah. Chombo, everyone. Rambe. Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our Way, Way podcast. podcast. Sante Sun, everyone. You're listening to the Magic Hour Podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana, in the United States of America. We are artistic buffs talking about Disney stuff. And this is the show in which every opinion is welcome. MagicRoy.com is where you can find us. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. And on this show, we follow the Disney concept of edutainment, where we focus on your entertainment, and along the way, you just might learn a thing or two. Hey, hey, hey. And as always, to join in the discussion, we have our resident comic genius from IvoryComics.com, Mr. Eli Ivory. How you doing, sir? Doing great, man. How you guys doing? We are doing well. That is very well. Thank you. Thank you. Also on the show, we have a resident travel agent from Magical Moments Vacations, the Shaggy TA, Lee Lastovica. How you doing, Lee? Greetings, fellow humans. How was y'all's week gone? Very great, well. Man. Not bad. Doing well, Not bad. Doing well, yeah. Doing well. Nice. Nice. Anyway, guys, we got an awesome show for you today. We are talking about Timmy Failure, movie that just came out on Disney Plus as of last Friday before this show was released. And also, we got a couple of news items and a quick commentary by yours truly about the Disney Wonder. So, guys, enough of my jibber jabber. Let's go make some magic. Well, guys, um, as of this show, the Friday before this show, Mm-hmm. The Disney Wonder came to town, to New Orleans, Louisiana, it to did. our home port. Yes. Okay. Disney Cruise Line is in New Orleans. How about that? Woo! It's crazy. For you know? a couple of weeks, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for a couple. Yeah, for about a, few, about a month. I guess it's like their test run. Okay. And then next year, they're coming back, 2021. So hopefully, maybe their stays will get longer and longer. Hope so. Um, but yeah, when I saw people start posting that on social media and whatnot, you know, I got pretty damn excited. You know, Disney Wonder's got a lot of sentimental value to me. Oh, okay. Um, that was when we did our honeymoon. Uh, that Disney Wonder was a boat. That's the ship that we went out on oh, in Port Canaveral. Right that's where, you, smooth. That's mm-hmm. where you bought your DVC membership, right? That's exact. Yes, thank you. That's where, exactly where I bought into my DVC membership. They had a whole thing, and we bought that. We were newlyweds. We did it way back when, eleven years ago. Shouldn't be twelve. Oh. You know, so there's a lot of memories in there. We we had a good friend uh, that we met. Uh, she was I don't know what she was. I think she was just a waiter. She was our waiter at the time. And you know, on Disney Cruise Lines, the waiters and the sommeliers follow you throughout every restaurant. 
which is kind of cool. So you get to know we're poor. They get to know your kids. We didn't have kids at the time, but they get to know your kids mm-hmm. and they know exactly what to drink, what they're looking to eat and stuff. And they'll be able to get that for you. That's, that's actually kind of nice. You get that uh, relationship with them throughout the entire cruise. That's cool. But uh, if you remember when I went my last cruise, with my family a couple of years back, we ran into that same person and she's kind of moved up. You know, she's, she's like one of the greeting officers that when you go onto the boat, they say your name and she was like right there and we're like, oh my God, it's you, you know, and she, she's like Julie from Love Boat. Exactly. Yeah. She's like yeah. Julie from Love Boat now, but, but on a high rank, whatever Julie was, I guess, oh, I don't know if Julie was high ranked or not, but yeah, anyway. she was pretty high rank. But anyway, so, you know, there's a lot of, Disney Wonder you know, just it takes me back. It was, it was a lot of excitement. Also to Disney Wonder, there's a uh, Princess Tiana's on that boat. Right on. She's got her own thing happening. So Tiana has come home. All right. Uh, to New Orleans. So that's pretty darn exciting. Yeah, I wish I could have been there when, uh, I guess they had some kind of presentation or whatever uh, to announce the arrival of Disney Wonder. But anyway, the, the whole point of me saying this is that, is this. And you know, I had a, a big emotional feeling when I saw that dang boat. You about to cry? Oh, no. I don't know if I'm about to cry, but here's what happened. For the, for the Moicans that have followed follow me on Facebook and stuff, they know I've been doing a show for the past month. And the show is at a theater down in the French Quarter. So I've been going out there every Thursday through Sunday. I've been going out there playing that show. So I'm right there. You know, I, I posted uh, videos of the Natchez and the Clypey doing this little thing and just, you know, all kind of you know, parades just kind of happened by, all kind of weird stuff. But Friday, you know, Friday when she, when the Disney one came to town, you know, I was, I was just driving to work. I didn't even uh, think about it or whatever else. And, you know, I was looking for a parking spot, looking for us. And also I hear, what the f***? And I'm sorry. Uh, I did curse because I looked to my right and there's a wonder. She's sailing away on her maiden voyage. Wow. I'm like, holy sh! It's a wonder. <laughs> wow. You know, I, I literally screamed in my car. You know, I, I think I stopped looking for a spot. I was in the middle of the road and there's a car behind me. I'm like, well, <laughs> you know, so I kept going. I'm looking. I'm trying to find a parking spot. So we hop out and take a picture of the dang thing, man. I just, you know, I saw it for a blink of an eye. Because as you know, the Mississippi River down at this point freaking floats. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That baby was flying. You right. know, the minute I parked, she was already down river. I'm like, dang. But for the moment I saw it, I saw it. I saw the, the, the stacks. I saw the lights. Mm-hmm. I heard the, the the horns. And I just got all emotional. I was just like, oh, my God, there she is. The wonder. She's like actually in town. There she is. And she brought Tiana. She's in New Orleans. You know, and, and I hope she stays. It's great. We you know, pray that that happened. I felt a sense of pride because here it is. I, you know, I love that my big city. emotional feeling. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love my city <laughs> and I love Disney and here they are kind of married together. Yes. You know, Disney is in New Orleans, you know, uh-huh. uh, they're not, it's not the, uh, the, the, what's it, the superstition that he was looking to build Disney world on the North shore or whatever else, you know, that wasn't superstition. That was know? real. It was real. Yeah. Yeah. But we got, well, never happened, right? right. Uh, but, you know, Walt did find, a, I guess, supposedly found the animatronic here mm-hmm. in New Orleans as well. But as far as something tactical, uh, tact- tactical, tactile, tactile, yeah, the ship is right there. The ship is right There's there. There's no doubt. Right there. You can't deny that ship. Disney was not in town. Here it is. Steve. You know, the last time I saw that was when Disney actually did the, when they used to do world premieres for their animated movies. Okay. You know, uh, The Hunchback of Notre Dame premiered here in the Superdome. And I was I there. I remember that, yeah. Yeah, and I was there, and that's the last time I remember feeling that same kind of emotion. It's like, oh my God, here's here's my two loves. Well, with the Saints being in the Superdome, it's like three, I guess. Uh-huh. You know, it's like, here's Disney in the Superdome with my Saints playing. They're also they're doing their Disney thing, and I'm watching a Disney movie. And then it's the same exact thing. There it is. Disney's in town. So that There's a freaking pretty- boat. I heard the freaking horn, and I saw the lights, the beautiful ships. It stood out amongst all the oil tankers and the, and the, and the paddle wheels and, the and everything else. Yeah. As, uh, just for that split moment, I saw her just flying by, <laughs> like literally flying. I mean, it was kind of scary. So I mean, that was, was booking Val and the kids at what fourth or fifth 
love <laughs> somewhere in there yeah because usually when you get a big emotional feeling nine months later there's a girl a stoke <laughs> this is true this is true yeah it yeah. comes another boat baby well, lucky so she did, wasn't with me yeah so that, that lucky she wasn't yeah. with you yeah, right? <laughs> so we, we would talk about nine months later another you kid. were fully <laughs> boat because you were it was it was it was yeah so and a bit of serious one to go on that night that happened. Right, right, right. Call. I <laughs> yes. Did you uh, did you call Lee and say, "All right, give me a price"? Do, no, I didn't. I didn't. Okay. I didn't because I, I knew I, I didn't have the the budget or the money to do it at, at this time moment in time. Although I do still have a two thousand dollar credit from when I last sailed. Oh wow! I, I, I still can use and put it towards something else. So it's just <laughs> money just sitting there. Okay. Eventually, I'm going to use it, but you know, I, I made it texted. I was like, "Wow, Dizzy Waters in town!" It's like I want to go back on the ship. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, you gave Bob Iger a two thousand dollar loan. Yeah, I know. Basically, I did. You know, I need to use it. Come but, on, uh, man. ROI. We turned all investment. That's right. That's right. All you got to do is have your kids uh, show a Disney movie in their gym. <laughs> yeah. Then the Disney, of course, they're going to sue you at first. Oh. But as soon as the word of mouth gets out, Bob will start donating money. Oh, okay. Yeah. To you. There so, you go. Yeah. You set yeah. up a little fund. I and got it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like you got to have idea. a cruise with the PTA group. And you get a, an and apology. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I sail right out of New Orleans. I don't have to go all the way to Port Canaveral. Yeah. You're not Googleable. I'm Googleable. There you go. Google-able. When you texted that, I wanted to kind of go over there and, and take a peek. Yeah. But, you know, I'm like, eh, it'll be back. In- <laughs> yeah, it should be back. <laughs> it'll be yeah. back next week. No yeah. biggie. And plus, I'm I'm stepping on one of these things in April. So you're going on the dream. Knock on a wood. Yeah. yeah. The dream yeah. out of Port Canaveral. That's exciting. Port Canaveral is really nice because Disney yeah. built their own port. Here in New Orleans, they kind of got to rent out a port. So it doesn't look like Disney when you enter, but it should be nice. But yeah, anyway, back I to I hope my it point. happens. Yeah. So I hope yes. it happens because yes. that's that's good business for the, yeah. for the city. It and is. then hopefully they maybe they need to some expansion. Yeah. I mean, there's you a know, lot of validation that in that too because I mean, there's so many Disney fans in the New Orleans area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I mean, it's not, even, it's not even funny. You know, half of us go to Disney World maybe in two weeks during Mardi Gras. <laughs> you know, half, oh, of the sure. city, half of the city or half of the area is going to be down there taking advantage of the full week off. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, to say that Louisiana, South Louisiana or New Orleans in general doesn't love Disney, you know, is to say that we don't is just false. You know, we do. We do. And and to have them actually come to town, maybe somebody acknowledging the fact it just feels good. There's a sense of pride in that and what we do with the podcast and just knowing that they're here and just like, you know, that's what I'm saying. We do a podcast from New Orleans. Yeah. So that's 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 proof. Yeah. Of what the love is, it is, you know. You know? So yeah, all that emotion, just like ah, I know. I'm glad though the the boat that inspired you some more because like yeah, you came in here with some some serious energy. Yeah, and, you know, you bringing that. Yeah, and I'm yeah, yeah. sensing that. Yeah. Right here, I'm excited. I hope next week I get to go see it in port. I just got to figure out the schedule. You'll you know, figure it out. Last time yeah. I saw him get that excited was when Lou Mangello was in the quarter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently he was. I didn't get a chance to see him that time because he t- he took off on the maiden voyage. You know, that boat. He was in town. He flew in him with Becky Mankin and all those people. They were in town for a little bit. They did a whole thing. Oh, award well, this past week. Yeah, this past week. Oh, yeah. no, I, I yeah, was talking yeah. about the first time they oh, came Oh, the first in. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, well, yeah we yeah. went down and met with him. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, you and I got a picture. We met him. At yeah. the, he, he remembered me. Yeah. <laughs> I hope he crazy. did. Yeah. And he, he came out. <laughs> you invest a lot in Disney. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You do. Yeah, but it was good. It was good. It was good. But anyway, yeah, yeah, so that's my thing. A little bit of pride there with Disney coming to town in New Orleans and especially with Tiana on board. Of course, that. you know, Tiana's got to come that. home. I, I hope she came off that boat and said, Lord, Lord, I am home. I hope she brought some gumbo with her. <laughs> I hope she I, did. I, yeah. I would like I hope some hope she chicken. had a second line. I hope she had the brass bench. I hope she had the whole shebang. It's announcing like, hey, I have returned. No but anyway, 
So there's my little thing on the Disney Wonder Guys. That's awesome. Well, thank you. well I, I don't like that it went from a big emotional feeling to a little thing. <laughs> <laughs> the emotion kind of spit out yeah. as he talked about it. And, you know, it was a big thing. Yes, it, was, it, it was, was definitely was a big thing. You almost chased the boat out of your car. You could have like. You yeah, know, but there was a flood wall in the way. It was like a Fast and Furious <laughs> thing. Jack's Brewery was kind of in the way. And yeah. a bunch of cars are in the moonwalk and, and people uh, and a river. You're about to be like, I gotta see that boat move. Yes, that's right. We gotta figure out the schedule. I, I want to go down there. Yeah, one time. we should show Lily. Just say, look, we're gonna get on one of those. Yeah, yeah, you should. You that's should cool. maybe go live or anything. Maybe I'll go down there too mm-hmm. or something. Whatever, we'll figure it out. Because we'll I'm, I'm trying to get geeked up about this cruising, and I'm just not a cruise person, so it's hard for me to. What's that about the cruise? It's about the the beard on the wall. The manatees. So, right. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly it. Yeah, yeah, it's nothing to do with uh, the Disney boat itself, or, or I'm sure the the hospitality and the and the oh, amenities none, are yes. going to be. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. It's just the idea of being on a boat. Being on a <laughs> yeah. boat. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully you'll be able to sleep through most of the travel. I hope. And you wake up so. and you're in a different port, and mm-hmm. it's and it's okay. Well, that's the thing. Like, uh, they're like, what do you, you want to book? It. Yeah. Do you want to book a massage? I'm like, not if I'm queasing. <laughs> Don't squeeze no. me there. Don't squeeze me there. <laughs> I ain't going to be want to be touched. I'm not going to want to leave the room. I mean, oh. so, there's some trepidation. But, yes. I, hey, I I'm sure it'll that. work out. I'm sure it'll yeah. be good. We wish you well on your trip. That's what the Dramamine is for. Bad yes. Man. The Dramamine. You'll prepare. I'll get you some C-bands. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get you straight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What you're, you say? You'll, you'll be prepared. Disney Cruise Line. Wonder in town. New Orleans, Louisiana. Wonder if. here we are on the queue and this is a segment in which we get to discuss a lot of the disney news happening today and the thing we're going to talk about today is about mickey's runaway railway attraction that's slated to open in hollywood studios almost said mgm uh but definitely replacing the <laughs> well, there are people ride. out there who take great offense to that apparently i guess <laughs> yeah i, think I mean think about the studios feelings <laughs> oh okay I would call them studios. Gotta call them studios. I'll say studios. Studios is fine. It's safe. We'll do that. Studio Studios. Epcot studios Center. is gender neutral. Epcot Center. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna throw that out there. How about Damn. that? Epcot Center. Total. Anyway, so <laughs> this attraction has been making a lot of buzz because it's been, you know, showing up on all the social media. Uh, but uh, basically, it, you know, it, it's slated to open soon. You can now book fast passes for it. And we're going to have a resident travel agent talk to us about the tiers that it's appearing in and all the details about the fast pass. So Lee, tell us what's happening, sir. All right. So yeah, Mickey and Minnie's Royal runaway railway. That's uh, what's replacing the uh, great movie ride. As you all know, uh, last week they broke the news that, uh, you know, they had an opening date and we can start making fast passes starting on March. Well, for starting now for vacations uh, from March 4th on. So if you uh, have a, Hollywood Studios Day planned after uh, March 4th, then you can go ahead and grab that Fast Pass for the new Mickey and Minnie uh, Runaway Railway. Now, wait, Lee, 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 Lee. Yes, 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 yes. Did you get one for Danny or what? Not yet. His Fast Pass date has not come up yet. We will oh. do that on Friday. So, Oh, this he's Friday? He's not quite there yet. Oh, yeah. boy. That's but, he's close. but he's close. I'm very close. close. And his job is relying on this. Yeah. Yeah. No pressure. but uh, No pressure. I've got okay. like seven alarms set. You uh, you better have seven alarms. You have a backup alarm. You get patches to help you out. That's right. Yeah. It better be like when we were picking up free agents in... Fantasy, uh, fantasy football. We got like you got an iPad, you got your cell phone. I want a laptop. I want four or five different things going on because yeah. I don't care which day you get it on. 
but I want it. Wow, that's hardcore. Yeah, that, that, that's a hardcore. Well, especially since right he's there. only there for two days, it's I'm not like uh, not like I got a whole week to work with. So I got two days to listen to a travel that. agent. And you're only getting like a three day Disney cruise. <laughs> what you want? Yeah, a two day vacation. No, 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 nothing about that three day cruise. Whatever, 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 whatever about <laughs> that land and sea. Ooh, doing it. All a right. five day commission, surf Mr. Lastavica. Mr. Lastavica. Surf and turf, baby. Surf and turf. So it's coming. So. It's coming. The 15th. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right around right, the corner. So all right, Lee. My go. question is now we all obviously, if you're going right, right now, you want to get that. Uh, Mickey and Minnie's Runway Railway Fast Pass. It's going to be new. Everyone's going to want to ride it, et cetera, et cetera. But and how about giving me like and Kevin a shout out because we said that the Fast Passes were going to be pretty much available right away. Yeah, yeah, yeah we did predict that. Wow, ladies and gentlemen, as the wow. No, no, uh, no boarding groups uh, for for Minnie and Mickey's Runway Railway. Yes, good. But that caused Hollywood Studios to once again redo their tiering system. And now you have to choose I think between we predicted that too. Yes, we, we did. predict that we too. Did. We wow. predicted a lot. Wow, ladies and gentlemen. You think we're wow. fans or something? Nostradani? Yeah. Y'all know what you're talking about. Nostra Q. <laughs> Q Stradamus. There you go. Nostradani. Nostradamus. Nice. Nostradani and Q Stradamus. <laughs> All the Dabas. I like it. So now you have to choose between Smuggler's Run, Slinky Dog Dash, <laughs> and the Minnie and Mickey Runway Railway. So. Obviously, right now, everyone should try to get the Mickey and Minnie Runaway Railway. It's going to be long lines because it's a new attraction. Really? Because um, my travel agent asked me twice, are you sure you, so you, want, <laughs> you, sure you want to do this? <laughs> Very sure. sure. Do I not do a podcast for Disney? Sure? Is this your last? Have I not written final Mickey's answer? Runaway? You sure you want to talk about this as soon as you come back from the trip? You didn't see that <laughs> post on Facebook threatening to fire you if you cannot get this? Yeah. You did that? <laughs> I did. <laughs> well, and then... Um, Danny's like, well, I don't care what everyone else wants. I want this. <laughs> you, yeah. you know, my sister, my mom and dad, they can be left out, whatever. But I need this fast pass. No, that is not what I said. Wow. <laughs> that is a very big overreaction. And I'm only clarifying, like normally I wouldn't care. I'm only clarifying because those people might or might not listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this time, don't listen to that, to, you know, that Timmy Faye episode. I told him what that. I wanted, and he said, that's for everybody. And I said, I can't speak for everybody. Right. I was like, you do your job. Go like, what am I? How, how did I become... The, 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 the you're the ringleader. You're the ringleader. I am not the ringleader. He's not the ringleader. There's three different parties, three different vacations going on. Now, I went and found out for him, and I texted him, and I said all three parties would be agreeable. But I never said, screw them. Let <laughs> me just go on my own. You, you get me first, and then you worry about the rest of them. That, that would make you a grunt. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Grunkle. Or a grok. <laughs> a grad. Grick. A grick. A grick. Yeah, a grick. That'd probably be better. Uh, a grick? What did you say? A greenness. <laughs> a grasshole. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure, Lee. No pressure. No pressure, man. No pressure. You get that joke. You had to watch our last. Yes. Uh, listen, to our last episode. listen to our last yeah. imaginary episode. This is 307. You'll Your enjoy. Uncle Stan, great uncle. You'll have fun binging yes. all of this. Yes, you'll, you'll enjoy it. All right, so Lee, go. What do you got? All right. So what I was just want to post to you guys is, again, once the hoopla dies down and things hoopla. like that. Hoopla. Hoopla. What would be your choice for those three? Um, let's say you've written them all. So there's no, there's no like, oh, I have to ride this. I've never done this before. You've, you've done all three of these rides now. 
What do you feel would be your go-to based on those tiers? You Bungles want me, Run, Slinky Dog Dash, this is or tough. Minnie and Mickey? Wait, because I haven't. You want me to imagine what? I, how am I supposed to predict what mini Mickey Mini Railway is going to be like? What if it sucks? I don't know. That's my question to you. What do you think? Do you think it's going to suck? Do you think it's going to be? I great? hope it I mean, that sucks. I hope we it all does hope, not suck. We but, all hope it yeah. doesn't suck. I think Smuggler's Run is not that important to me at all i'll tell uh, you right now if i had to pick between smugglers run and slinky dog i'm gonna pick slinky dog i agree we said that yeah. before as well mm-hmm. i would go yeah. with slinky dog it's gonna be dependent upon how good this mickey and minnie ride is because i think my daughter would be like yeah that was cool uh roller coaster dad you know and that's that's what it's gonna come down to is how cool is this attraction right yeah it doesn't sound like at least this one doesn't sound like too crazy or nothing like that so i guess yes well, it's, it, to come out first the the promise of this attraction is this is going to be some next level technology. You're going to be watching the world in front of you transform into a cartoon world in front of your eyes. And you're going to be stepping foot into that cartoon world. That's the promise of this new technology that they're developing for this ride. And in the brief clip of it that they showed where the room transformed when we were, when they did it for D 23 mm-hmm. looked absolutely stunning and amazing. And that's something that if they do that, if, if they could pull off what they showed there and it can happen in real time, that opens up the door for a lot of different ride system adaptations, I should say. So I'm kind of cool with that. And I think that this is going to be a great ride, but I, I don't how am I, how am I supposed to answer that without knowing much, yeah. if it's any good or not? Uh, yeah. What, what my choice is Mickey Minnie Runaway Railway. If I ride that and it sucks then that line's going to go down and there's going to be no need to wait. And Slinky Dog is still going to be the the one that you want to wait in line for. Right. Because Smuggler's Run is only, like we've talked about before, there's only two spots that you really need to get the full yeah. motion of that ride. The other ones are kind of uh, superfluous. Right. And Rise of the Resistance is off the table. Right. So if left to choose between those three. I would take the yeah. Slinky Dog, right? I have yet to go on the ride, but taking Lee's premise, I would go. I would go there. See, I, okay. So Lee's premise, I'm going to go with Mickey Mini Runaway Railway on the promise that it's going to be great. But that's uh, I, I'm asking. I'm, 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 I'm. You're basically asking me to guess. Flip a coin. I can well, predict. I mean, it's, a, it's an opinion. It's, it's an opinion based it's on it's an uneducated on opinion. Hand. Yeah, it's an opinion based it, on yeah. something you haven't written. Or it's whatever a, we have. It's, a, it's an uneducated opinion. You're yeah. asking me to, to choose something based on an unknown that hopefully within two months I'll know. Based upon yeah. hope. 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 Well, here's my thing. I, I can predict this, I think. Okay. Um, last week on 307, I got, again, guys, listen to this show, um, to, that, to that particular episode, because I talk about the whole intermediate ride system that leads you up to the big grand rides. Yes. The beginner ride, the intermediate ride and the bigger, the big guys, this being a trackless vehicle in runaway railway, I predict this will be the intermediate to uh, rise of the resistance. Getting those little, uh, those younger kids maybe accustomed to what rise of the resistance, the, 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 I guess the ride experience of it not being on track. I don't know the level of, adventure that rise uh, that's going to have versus rise it shouldn't it shouldn't have that level rise but it should be maybe enough to get the 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 tweens or the the, the older children 
a taste of it. Where do you put Sleeky Dog? Wait, well, that? Sleeky Dog's a roller coaster. So that that has nothing to do with uh, that particular thing. But if I had to guess, Sleeky Dog would uh, would set up a different roller coaster, like maybe Rock and Roller Coaster, because oh, it's a similar, similar launch system. I gotta ask Kevin a question here. Sure. So, is there a trackless ride system that you're thinking of that might be too intense for children? Because Rise of Resistance is tame. Well, I guess for younger kids with everything, you know, the, all the shooting and all the, the craziness and stuff, maybe might be a little intimidating to them. It doesn't look like it's that intimidating. But if I had, if they needed something to kind of pump them up to it, I would guess maybe this, uh, the Runaway Railway might do that. I see what you're saying. You know what so, I mean? Yeah, it's it's not an idea that you might get shot by a <laughs> right, right, <laughs> or you have like these crazy guys screaming right. at you and stuff. You know, it's maybe not that experience, but mm-hmm. uh, maybe a similar uh, experience, but not as intense. But because just intense enough to set them up for that. The trackless ride system has always been pleasant, right? Like I've right. never had an issue. And same thing with Star Wars. Now, yeah. when there is that point where you feel like you drop. Mm-hmm. But that's not really a trackless ride system no. as much as, yeah. You're, I think you're it's just, just everything else that's around. It's like when you're talking about like transformation into the cartoon world. Yes. That whole disorientation aspect of it. That. Yeah. Yes. That's yeah. going to be something to behold. Because yeah. that, that really can change things. Yeah, I think so too. And I think it would be just enough to get uh, people's app, the young kids' appetites wet. To, uh-huh. say, to where parents can be like, hey, you know what? You enjoy that. Rise of Resistance is the same kind of thing. You want to ride this little Timmy or little Johnny or little Jane or whatever else? Um, give it a shot. You know, it's the same kind of deal. You know, maybe just a little, but I'll be right there with you. Well, because up until this point, when they bring you into a dark ride and you go into a cartoon world, it's a 3D cartoon world. Right. It's, it's physical. You can reach out and yeah. touch it if, yeah. if you could reach it uh, when, you dr- when you're riding Peter Pan or Alice or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, this will be the first time this is it's kind of transporting you into a cartoon world mm. where anything can happen. And that's the promise of this ride that yeah. I'm waiting to see. Do they deliver on? Yeah. yeah. Um, I'd be curious. I'd be curious. I, I am too. Is that I, a load. I, Cause I mean, imagine, I mean, that would be the problem with doing like, say like a Wreck-It Ralph attraction, mm. because how do you transport somebody into a video game world? If they can nail this, then Wreck-It we got Ralph. Ralph is, yeah, 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 Ryzen, Wreck- yeah. 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 That'd be awesome. Um, and yeah, you like to go back to the Slinky Dog thing. To me, I think that's an intermediate ride for Rock and Roller Coaster. Similar okay. launch system, not as intense. It's a smooth steel roller coaster. And then, you know, somebody said, hey, if you like that, even though it's in the dark, you might like this one. It's just like a fast car. I mean, yeah. It's going Rock and Roller Coaster, except it goes faster. Fast. Just don't turn your head. Yeah, just don't right turn your head. Starts. It goes a little faster than yeah. Slinky Dog, but it's the exact same launch thing. Okay. And you go zoom. There's no launch hill. So maybe. And well, you go upside down. Yeah, not not exactly yeah. the same launch. System. No, yeah, no, yeah, a little different. But you do take off from a like a like you know you don't go up a hill. You just I always just said throw. about yeah. rock and roller coasters like you know you take off your stomach stays there. And yeah, and yeah. when the car comes around, you meet back up with your exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, and, I, and Slinky Dog shouldn't do that. It should lead them to that. It's yeah. kind of it's not like yeah. the credit coaster. No, not no, that, it's no, like, not that intense. No, okay, yeah, yeah, the credit coaster is a little bit more. Um, like rock and roll, yeah, rock and roll. Yeah, that, 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 yeah. So that might even work to build kids to do that. I would do, yeah, I was going to say I'd do rock and roller coaster mm-hmm. as a build to the credit coaster. Cause like, oh, yeah, really? Yeah. I mean, like I said, it was a good warning to not turn my head while doing rock and roller coaster. But again, it was broken every time I went previously. All oh, right, right. But like, yeah, the credit coaster, I did that once, like, wow, that was intense. I'm tired. <laughs> like, and that rarely happens to me on yeah. a ride where. 
like yeah, that was a fun coaster. Yeah, yeah it was awesome. Yeah. The rock and roller coaster was like the one coaster I did once, and I've never stepped back foot. Like I almost stepped back onto it with you guys, but then y'all went and we went and did. Well, you felt you've started to feel kind of bad. What feel like yeah. Star Wars, uh, yeah, yeah starting kind of that Star Wars, Star, Star Tours, Tours yeah. gets me every time with mm-hmm. that motion sickness. Yeah, and I've got to kind of bow out for a little bit. Yeah. And the the unfortunate thing was our fast pass to rock and roller coaster was like almost like immediately right after yeah. that, and I I just didn't have enough time and i didn't yeah but that was a i didn't want pride for Lee, i didn't want to shut down rock and roller coaster by throwing up <laughs> no yeah, that's fair because yeah. yeah, you don't want to like throw up and then like the projectile is going ahead and you speed everyone into the vomit yeah especially you know when I mean? you're going upside down and you catch it right yeah they would have just bought me like a new mickey shirt or something like that <laughs> I, would probably, I just didn't want to like have them shut down the ride for a code v code v and then, especially for your first yeah, yeah first experience you're Thank like you. god damn it again they shut down that damn I ride am. i mean every single time that was the thing like when it was open i'm like i had to go it was a rite of passage i yeah. i knew i had to do it and you did it and you did it and you did credit coast i free so uh lee what are your thoughts on this I think Slinky Dog is going to be still number one as far as wait times go. Um, I, and that's what I ultimately judge what I use a fast pass for. It's like not necessarily like, oh, this is my favorite ride or I really want to ride this. It's like, okay, what well, can I save 60 minutes or can I save 30 minutes? And if I can save 60 minutes, then that's the fast pass to go to. So, um, you know, again, I think once it's all said and done, it will be up to that particular attraction and that one just seems to it's a nonstop. I mean, it's still 80 minutes wait right now. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think that's ultimately what will happen again. And who knows what they're going to do with the stupid tears again. You wait, you're they're saying stupid. that you believe that at, at the end, Slinky dog is going to r- remain triumphant as the longest wait on these p- three particular rides. Yeah. For these three. Interesting. Hmm. I, I don't I don't see it pulling people that much from the slinky dog. Again, not not necessarily when it opens. When it opens, of course, it's gonna yeah, be I was gonna say when it nuts, opens. But, but give it a month or two when it just is a normal attraction that's in Hollywood Studios, like every other attraction, and they gotta stack up wait times. I think Slinky Dog's still gonna have the longer wait time. I don't know. If it's awesome, I think Slinky Dog would have its competitor. And it's I, brand new. No, I, so. I see what I he's know. saying. Yeah. I see what he's saying to an extent because what he's saying is like it's still a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. One's still a roller coaster, and one is still technically a dark ride with really cool effects. Okay, okay, I got you. The only thing I would point to is Peter Pan's. Well, it's also going to come down to load times. Like, how many people can you get on Mickey and Minnie at a time, as opposed to how many people can get into a car for uh, well, for Slinky Dog? I wasn't even going to say. I was like, picture Peter Pan's flight yes. to the, this day. I mean, that's an Omni mover. The, the cars yeah. are always going around, but because it's such a great effect, people still stack the queue. It's minimum an hour wait. It's the same awesome. as Peter seven Pan's mind train. It's an awesome effect. It's the only hanging dark yeah. ride that they have. Right. And that's all based on a really cool effect. So I wouldn't sell it too short just yet. Like, yeah, I mean, but you're right. It, the problem is, is that we have to experience it, but yeah, if gun ahead, if you're forcing me to choose between the roller coaster or a simulation of going into a cartoon world, yeah, roller coaster probably is a safe bet. So I see what you're saying there, but I would not rule it out because this is, again, they're hanging their hats on this being next level. Yeah, but it's yeah. the IP as well. I mean, it, 
you're talking yeah. about you're going into Disney and you're going to the ride that involves Mickey and Minnie. I mean, I'm sure the diehard fans alone for Disney no. would stack that. No, no, because no, no, this no. isn't yeah. their Mickey and Minnie. This is the, the new, new one. Yeah. Yeah. Cartoon. It's like crazy bug eyed Mickey Mouse that I saw when like we went out there. Yeah. 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 That was that was creepy. Yeah. I've seen, OK. So the, in, in their minds, I can't. This is not exactly the Mickey Mouse. It's my kids Mickey. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So run into Mickey's eye. He's gonna take you to that world and stuff. You can be all acid. Okay, I hit it. See, my thing is uh, with with Runaway Railway. It's trackless, so there's gotta be. I gotta imagine they're gonna utilize some. You know, you got your front back motion, side to side, and diagonal type motion. Oh, I'm sure. Completely different than a, so. With that capability. I mean, the coaster is still gonna be coaster. You can guarantee. You, you can always count on that to be what it is. But there's not much to see. There, yeah, but there's not much to see. Yeah. Whereas this one, it's not a coaster, and it's almost the perception of if it's anything like Resurrection that there's freedom there. Yeah. So that's why I think me, I would guess that sm- uh, that the Runaway Railway might give the uh, Slinky Dog its its due. You know, it's it run for its money. I agree. I think it's wholly possible. But yeah, yeah without seeing it, if it gun ahead and I got to right. make a choice, I'll go with the roller coaster because, again, there's no substitute for, exactly. hey, we're really up this high. Yeah. <laughs> we can see it and we're really moving this fast. Yeah. There's no mm-hmm. substitute for that. But yeah. a really good show. I definitely think that that could easily be a, a hot ticket item yeah like, i don't see that going away within two months no, no I, I really don't no. i'm i'm excited to see it and you know you even who knows what rise of resistance to do are they going to keep the boarding parties or well, is it going to be a, like a, a totally different tier or whatever can i tell you like, like rise of resistance is amazing but it's not uh, there there isn't the thrills that, that there is in riding say a expedition everest mm. or a um Oh. Space Mountain or something like that. There's not the thrills that accompany it. You're, you feel very safe in your little ride vehicle. It's more about the presentation and the story. That's what I'm saying. Presentation, story, technology, all that can eclipse thrills. Hmm. So it's, it's a long, how they do it. It's a log bird versus a short bird, essentially. Is that what you're saying? I can see well, that. Yeah, yeah, can, well, can riser, see yeah, Rise of Resistance is like a 20-something minute okay. uh, experience. Now, right. again, we don't know what, what Mickey and Minnie is. I can tell you this. Uh, what you call it? Um, Great Movie Ride was one of the longer rides. <laughs> you sat on. You were there for a while. Yeah. <laughs> it was definitely, definitely what they call a crowd gobbler. Yes. Yeah. Because even if you were on the ride, it was a long time. Even if you were in the queue, it was still a long queue. Yeah, that's the thing. And for years after it opened, that queue was still long. It wasn't mm-hmm. until really late in the run where they just did nothing to keep it up. Yeah, you could, you could just walk on in. I, and I, you knew, yeah. okay, this person's going to hijack the car at this point in time, and this is going to, and we're going to go into this scene. And that's all they up. had. At one point, they didn't even do the Western scene. It was mostly just gangster. Yeah, and that that's exactly it. it. That was it. They gave up on the Western scene part. But anyway, yeah, I, you know, and, and, and Runaway Railway still has the ability to have that long queue, so I'm curious to see if they're expecting long waits with this. Oh, they should. Oh, they be. should yeah. be. They yeah. have the space to do it. So I figure they would plan for that. If they weren't, they wouldn't have made it. Right. 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 I mean, that's what they yeah. want. They want about it. Like, you know, speak hype about yeah. it, show up, love it, get more people in there and stack the lies, baby. 
Well, I'm excited for you, man. I hope in five days or in two days when the show comes out that your travel agent gets uh, these fast. Yeah, man, food. you're exploring, man. Say, don't, don't be excited for me. Be be scared. To I hope so, too. <laughs> That's true. You got a whole. I hope so, too. Are y'all going to be wanting to. You don't want to try the lawlessness uh, on you. I, I've got oh, Rachel man. Robert on speed dial you, right now. You don't want a tribe of lawlessness <laughs> pissed off. <dude. laughs> I, I can tell you that. Yeah, I'm. I'm want that. That is all. Look. Can I tell you something? You could probably book just me for uh, Mickey Minnie, and still everyone would be experiencing Smuggler's Run for the very first time. And when you're able to ride that as a family, that is like yes. Sandy and Aaron uh, doing the engineer with Kelly and M steering the ship with mom and dad, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, why do I, your sister would want to pilot? Wait, time out. Why do I want to be on that ship? When that happens? <laughs> you want to feel that. You I definitely want to feel that. They want to, they're going to want to experience that. They're yeah. going to want to, they're definitely going to want to experience that. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, yeah. I, and then they should, and they should. Yes. It's much more fun that way. Right. Like, like I said before, yeah. it's like, you know, if we're going as a group with all six positions filled mm-hmm. by my friends, I don't care what position I got. Right. It was good be, trash talking to people you know. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a blast. Yeah, if, absolutely. If I could watch my daughter and my wife pilot the Millennium Falcon, I, that, that's totally cool because they've never done that before. Right. But I've done all this. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't done that goddamn railway, railway right. yet. And the technology intrigues me. Yeah, it intrigues me too. Yeah. I, I look forward to hearing your report. You mean this goes over being an engineer? <laughs> oh, <laughs> hurdles it, dude. Totally hurdles it. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Cool. Well, guys, let us know what you think about uh, uh, Lee's question based upon uh, what you know of Runaway Railway. Uh, of those tiers, uh, uh, Smuggler's Run, Runaway Railway, uh, Slinky Dog, what would you choose? Let us know. Well, you yes. know, because hey, I would love to hear somebody who's never experienced all three. Yeah. Like, Eli, Eli, what would you choose? Gun ahead. You've never done Slinky Dog. You've never done. Well, no, you did do Smuggler's Run. You did. See, I did there smuggler. you go. We've already. Right. Never mind. It's already. They've had it all three, but out of, out of those two, like okay, put like this. The real question is, if you've never piloted the Falcon, you haven't had that experience, then you compare the other two with that, and then you know go from there. That that would. Yeah, I'm okay. I mean, the the thing that bothers me. I mean, polyethylene is cool, but the thing that bothers me is that they split the directions. Yeah, no, that's yeah. why. I mean, that's the only thing that bothers me with it. I, I, I'm I'd with want you. The one, if I could do it all by myself, yes, yeah, you know, yeah, and yeah. then have the co-pilot. They have everybody scream at you, as, yeah. as opposed to yeah. be like, no, it's his fault. He does. He goes up and down and hits hyperspace button. Yep. Yeah, I'll take the blame. I mean, but okay. <laughs> right, it's no, it's still fun. Look, that's awesome. Like, if you don't have a chance to co-pilot yeah. that ship, do it. Yeah, like, you got to do it. But yeah, um, yeah if out the other two, I would try Mickey and Mitty. Yeah, I'll try that first. Yeah, I would. I'm excited. I'm excited for this attraction. I'm looking forward to hearing what everybody says about it. Yeah, I want to see this tech. I'm looking forward to too. your experiences on it. I want to know about the tech. So uh, yeah, in a couple a couple of months, I guess, right? Or what? March? When are you going? Oh, next month. Dude, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, you're talking about me. I thought, yeah, I was going to say it's opening in March. I, we're going to be there in April. Oh, y'all can be in there, April. And, so. and dude, I might be like green in the gills <laughs> because I'm going to oh, be on no. that goddamn cruise ship. That's tough. Yeah, I'm that's not tough. looking forward to it. <laughs> that's tough. Well, have somebody go on there instead if you need to, because you like the Christopher Columbus. No, dude, you're I You're out did. there. You're exploring. You're you, seeing it. You heard my story to gut out Rise of the Resistance. I'll gut out. <laughs> 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 I'll gut out Mickey and Minnie. Oh man. Oh my god. All we right. applaud you, sir. We applaud you. 
Well, guys, we'd love to hear your thoughts about Good this, this <laughs> particular decision. And also, if you have any pointers for Danny for the Disney Cruise Line, please go ahead and send them in as well. Show up, Mad Joker. Maybe we'll do a show on how to I, You know, I kind of want to do a show where it's like, tell me why this is good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah let's do that, guys. Tell Look. me why. Show why I should Ma- do this. Show up, MagicArt.com. Let's help Danny uh, uh, with his, his apprehension. Why should I throw line. up? Uh, so maybe we can ease his soul and he can have a good, a good vacation. So yeah, show up, MagicArt.com. Let us know that too. Your pointers for the Disney Cruise Line. Ladies and gentlemen, here we are on the hub, and today we are talking about a one, Mr. Timmy Failure. Detective to the stars? <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Affirmative. But affirmative, <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank you. But anyway, the, a movie, Timmy Failure, Mistakes Were Made, was just released. Like, if you're listening to this show on the Wandu Wednesday, it was the Friday before that, back on the 7th, February 7th, 2020, uh, Timmy Failure, Mistakes Were Made, was released on Disney+. Plus. As the next movie, and this was something that we had talked about, uh, I guess maybe a little less than a year ago. Yes. We were talking about Disney Plus offerings that were going to happen, and apparently this was based upon a book that I wasn't too familiar with. I remember, Danny, you talk, uh, you were, that was one of the things you said you were really looking forward to, because you were familiar with this property, yeah, right? It's it's a series of books. It's okay. um, Stefan Pastis, who wrote Pearls Before Swine. If you look behind you, you can see the plushies right there, The all those, you see the, all the books. I mean, that's Stefan Pastis. And he usually does more of an adult orientated sense of humor with his comic strips. So I was always a big fan of his. And, and you've met him. And we've met him. Um, At a Comic-Con? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay, Actually, cool. uh, you know, interesting story. I actually asked him about being on the podcast. Really? This past week. Oh, yeah, awesome. And he, he wrote me back. Because we used to, like, don't get me wrong. He wouldn't know me if, if we ran <laughs> right. into each other. Right. But, like, years ago, I emailed him and he emailed me back. And this was when Eli and I were doing um, our comic strip. The Okay, yeah. We were doing the floodgates the flood at that gates, point yeah. in time. And I'd ask some uh, advice about how to do zipper tone. I think it was what it was. Yeah. And zipper tone, if you're not familiar with if you read, if you look at a comic strip, you know how sometimes you have those little dot patterns that okay. kind of uh, evoke shading. Mm. Um, I couldn't oh, quite figure out how to master it. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, what it used to be is that comic strip artists would cut out, like there was a, like almost like a sticker, and they would cut it out and place it onto their drawing well now everyone just does it using photoshop and i couldn't quite figure out how to make it work in mm-hmm. photoshop so i'd ask him for advice and we kind of email back and forth and i told him we were going to be in comic-con and so we met him over there and mm-hmm. talked to him briefly we even gave him a copy of our our strip yep. and he was just the coolest guy in the world i mean really very down-to-earth guy mm-hmm. enjoyed talking to him and so yeah the, just uh, last week like um, a couple of days ago i think it was i emailed him it was like hey man look you know we're going to talk about it if you feel like being he's like dude thanks for the invite i really appreciate the offer but i can't right which made me realize like yeah i should have realized we can't even get an imagineer on the show that still currently works for right. disney without them having to approve whatever they do nda that disclosure yeah, agreement. i got right. you that makes sense just kill it all in love it just disney damn. At least he was honest and straightforward he about was the things like I, very know. appreciative yeah. i mean just uh, he's uh, he's a cool guy like it's i love reading this stuff so anyway that's how it got into timmy fair he was doing kids books i had lily was four i think when mistakes were made came out so this is his book yeah this is his oh, book is this his story and everything yes oh, he, wow, he okay. wrote his characters did the illustrations and everything like that he's he used to be a former attorney Okay. okay. And he just didn't like being an attorney yeah. all that much. So, I mean, if you ever go back and read a story, I mean, or listen to a story, I should say, he's it's done a wild. lot of interviews. Yeah. I mean, he really was 
He had an interesting uh, path to becoming a cartoonist. But anyway, it's um, kind of like Lou's path to a podcaster. It's like yes. our path, but backwards. It's, it's like, like this lawyer and like, no, it's yeah. soul suckingly boring. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather do so. And he tells a story about how he drove out to this ice skating arena where Charles Schultz, the guy who did peanuts, was yeah. going to go. And he met with him and he gave him tips and pointers on how to do. And he's just a cool guy like that. Um, anyway, long story short. He did the book, so I couldn't wait to pick it up. Read to Lily. We just both thought it was funny. Cool. And we just kind of kept it going ever since. And so when this was announced, I, I think it was a little before D23. I think it was when they did the the Disney Plus announcement. Right. Yeah. Uh, they announced a Timmy failure. And we were just over the moon when we found out that there was going to be a Timmy failure movie. I remember so, when we talked about it on the show. That was one thing that you jumped on is oh, that you were looking forward to hearing God, yeah. watching the Timmy failure release. Couldn't wait. Cause I mean, the books are some of the funniest things that you're, I mean, I personally think they're more for adults than what they are for kids. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I really enjoy them, but, um, but I tell you what, watching the movie, I'm having, I'm curious about the book. So I'll be curious to hear your thoughts about the book to the movie. Well, see, um, that's, just to see that when we talk about, you know, what we think about the, the movie thing. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. I want to hear y'all's thoughts first because sure. I'm so prejudiced by having read all the books. Yeah, yeah. It's like whenever I try to sit there and offer a fair review or a critique, uh, both positive and negative, everything comes back to the books for me. Right. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, I need to hear from people who haven't read the books first. That's right. fair. Right. That's like that's like if there's a, a Marvel movie that's been made based on a comic book and I've read the comic book first. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a different kind of it's dynamic. Different view, yeah. Yeah. Right. You're watching the movie, but you kind of know what happens, but it's still right. different from seeing the movie as opposed to reading the book. But you still have that that pull. So I, I get that. You got that history right. behind. Yeah. It's hard to judge it as its own thing when you've got something to compare it to. I hear that. And mm-hmm. that's, you know, that's the problem. Well, just a quick poll here. Just to, I know Danny, we were just Danny has read the books. Eli, have you read any books? No, I haven't read any books. Lee, what about you, sir? I haven't read books in general for a long time. Yeah, he's like, what's a book? You read everything on a tablet. <laughs> I got that Braille action. Yeah. Braille. I had a chisel. I used to make some words out of that. I can read Sanskrit. <laughs> Sanskrit. And Dead Sea Scrolls. The yeah. backyard. They're probably still dead. I haven't read anything since I came down the hill with the Ten Commandments. <laughs> I give you the 15. No. The Ten Commandments. <laughs> All right, uh, so we got three guys that haven't classic. read any of the books and stuff or whatever else, yes. and we got one that's uh, I would consider the expert of us all since he's read the books and he's now he's watched the movie. Oh yeah. So as we do with all the uh, movie reviews, I guess we'll do a spoiler free and then a spoiler filled. Sure. Uh, action, and we'll start with our opening thoughts about what we thought about Timmy Failure. So we'll go with the three guys that haven't read the books or anything else, and we'll end with Danny. Yeah, since he's got that, that, that different kind of view from us. So Eli, would you would like to do the honors and lead us off? Sir? Oh boy, uh, what an honor it is. Um, <laughs> okay, uh, I I got to admit, uh, it's quirky, uh, so I didn't know what to think of it at first. Mm-hmm. I I I liked it in the beginning, and then I loved it at the end, and then it was just like some parts about it that I wish uh would have come to fruition more than i was expecting it to be and i'll get into that later yeah but the overall quirky is just the best word i got for it mm. it's just it's unique it was fun to watch um i cracked up a lot like more than i thought i would actually <laughs> laugh at it and uh so i i had fun with it mm-hmm um, so yeah, I'm the same way. I, I, I watched this late at night. So I, my, you know, my concentration was there, but it was, it was a little tough. So when I first started watching it, it was, you know, I was kind of, I felt it was, to me, it was kind of slow. 
Yeah. You know, and, and then as, as it got going, it's like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm digging this. And I, and I found myself like guffawing, laughing at a bunch of stuff. Yeah. The, especially all the way to the push to the end when we got to the third act. But then, you know what? I, I went back and this morning, I watched at least the first half of it with my kids. You know, my kids were up and it's like, hey, y'all should check this movie out. See what y'all think. Turned it on. You know, they were... The minute it started going, you know, when the polar bear show that they were mesmerized. Yeah, yeah. the kids must have, your kids must have loved it. Yeah, they were right? watching. They're just, yeah. like, I mean, uh, before I know it, I'm, all three of them are just sitting there just like watching it. <laughs> and, you know, they, they usually don't do that. Usually they're just, you know, they're yapping or something. But yeah, they were quiet and just watching the movie. I was like, oh, <laughs> there's some magic with this Timmy failure thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I was, and then, you know, I, I got try to get my wife into because she's, she's studying to be a school counselor kind of stuff. And it's like, hey, there's a school counselor in this thing. Oh, that's smooth, Kevin. Yeah, that's yeah. smooth. Like, hey, check this out, you know, you know. So I don't, I'll have to see. I know they finished it when I left for work. Yeah. So I have to see what they think afterwards tomorrow, or what they thought about the whole movie. So I'll get that opinion later. But yeah, I, when I saw it again this morning, the first half, which I thought was com- kind of slow, when I watched it again, I was like, oh, okay, this, this is kind of kind of quirky and cute. Yeah. You know, I kind of dig this, you know, so especially, and you know, this is not spoiler or anything, but you know, he's got a polar bear friend, friend, quote yeah. unquote. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so, you know, I, I dug him from the get go for some reason. Um, for the most part, but we'll get into more of that a little bit later. But yeah, right. overall, you know, I, I was I enjoyed it. I'm glad I watched. I'm glad Danny brought this to my attention. I would have never given it a second glance. A same here. Had he yeah. not said it, but now that I've watched, I was like, oh, this is cool. And I, I think I might have mentioned this before, or if not, we did it off air. But you know, having watched that, now I'm curious about the books. Yeah, I want to go back and read the books, and maybe the kids will be interested in reading the books with me and stuff, just to see what's up. You know, you got to read the books. Got to read the books. Okay, the books are the books are better. Okay, and and, and that's not a knock on the movie Mm -hmm. it's the world that you choose to inhabit right if that makes any sense it's when you watch the movie it's a fully fleshed out thing and you're seeing it from a couple of different perspectives you're seeing it from timmy's Mm -hmm. you're seeing it from the moms you're seeing how these adults are reacting to timmy okay when you read the book so this book and i'm I'm holding it up right now it's meant to be a historical record of his life as a detective. Okay. <laughs> so the whole entire thing is written from his perspective. Ah, so okay. all you read about in, the, in this is what he thinks is going on. So all the heavy dialogue that you'll get from time to time from some of the adults, mm-hmm. you're not going to get in here. Okay. Every chapter, it begins with like uh, a title. I'm, I'm just going to scroll to one at random. Uh, Happiness is not a dumb blanket. It would be the, <laughs> which is a play. And, and that's just me picking it at random. That's a peanuts reference. Right. And okay. every single one of these are, are like that. And Timmy is just so much more rambunctious in the books than what he was in the movie. There's like a- in the movie, I felt like he was more of like, a, you ever watch Dragnet? Yeah. yeah it's yeah. like Joe Friday from yes. Dragnet. <laughs> that's what very I, yeah. deadpan, yeah. very straight laced. And in like, <laughs> I'm, I'm cool with that choice. Yeah. I mean, I think it, that just works. Just the facts, ma'am. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but in the movie, he's got a lot more um, of a range of emotions. In the book, he yes. has a real more range of emotions. In the book. I'm in sorry. Book, okay. I, okay. I, I oh, okay. Well, in that one, yeah. You know, it, it's funny throughout the, uh, you know, every, there were sparks of that throughout the movie. It's like, oh, okay. So I, I'll see a glimpse of him as just being a kid. Yes. You know, and then I'll see, you know, then he'll go back to the detective thing. And then there'll be other times where, you know, he's his reaction to, you know, whatever's happening. Uh, we'll get into it later, but yeah, his reaction in certain tough. situations, um, you could just see him not being that detective kid, but you could see him just being a kid mm-hmm. throwing a tantrum about something that's, that's happening to him. And right. It's like, you know, so yeah, I kind of saw a little bit of uh, uh, glimpses of emotion, but it wasn't 
like you said in the book, it wasn't as widespread. I felt yeah. exactly. Okay. I, I'm curious about something in that book, but I'll ask it later. Okay, okay, because yeah. I don't want to spoil anything. No, no, no. Yeah. I, I'm kind of anxious to get into that. Yeah, yeah. You, <laughs> in case you can't tell. Yeah. All right, Lee. So, what about you, sir? What'd you think? Well, first of all, I have to admit, I actually fell asleep the first time watching it. Uh, <laughs> failure. Well, that's a demerit. That's I hate a to demerit. Say, I hate, that's a demerit. <laughs> Affirmative. <laughs> um, but that might have had more to do with the fact that I was spent like four hours building and repairing a fence that my dog has destroyed. Um, so <laughs> sure I, wasn't a polar bear. <laughs> well, be I will tell you that polar bear reminds me a lot of patches. I will admit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So total um, patches, so total patches, <laughs> total patches. I watched it again today and I uh, actually watched it literally like right before we recorded. I watched the movie, ate dinner and I'm on here now. So i watched this movie again less than, you know, two hours ago. Um, I think it still is very slow in the beginning. Um, you have to really want to care about the movie if you want to, you know, hang on. But once you get past about halfway, I guess it really becomes more interesting. Um, the end, not the end, but like the, I guess what you call the third act, man, I was, I was chopping onions for real. Yeah. Um, there was some that I wasn't expecting to get that emotionally uh, invested in it. Um, I think overall, this is probably not like going to be in my top, you know, 10, 20 movies of all time, but it's a really different kind of movie than Disney puts out normally. It's kind of got like an independent movie feel to it almost. It doesn't feel like a normal Disney movie at all. I would agree. Yeah, um, in some respect, that's kind of refreshing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, original, so I like that. Right? I like that part of it. I wonder too, like if people from Seattle maybe, <laughs> maybe get some of the references more or, or enjoyed it more than I did. But you could tell, like all the little hipsters and the that whole Seattle uh, vibe going on in there. So I think you need to know a little bit about that part of the country to to appreciate it too. Like, yeah, like Oregon? Oregon? Yeah, it's Portland, Oregon. Wasn't Portland, it? Oregon yeah. was the mm-hmm. totally different state. Yeah. What did I say? <laughs> Seattle. Seattle. <laughs> Seattle. Portland, Seattle. That's not even a thing. Portland, no. Oregon. Okay, whatever. It's still <laughs> whatever. like uh, wherever the guy was from. <laughs> who gives a <laughs> <whatever>. <laughs> That's another debate. Um, <laughs> uh, so unprofessional. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing, right? Like, uh, like there's so many little lines and sayings, and it's like you. I've got like eight or 10 little things that he says throughout the movie. That's just like, it's just funny. Uh, of course, too. Like all I could think of was, uh, what was waiting for the guy to say inconceivable. But, <laughs> yeah. Wallace. Yeah, Sean. Timmy, Wallace Sean is in that inconceivable movie. Timmy. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it was, it was a good man. I mean, like I said, it's not going to be in my top 20 or anything, but it was very enjoyable. And I, I'm glad I watched it. Yeah. It, it was a solid start. So I'm glad to hear all of y'all kind of say the same thing which is that yeah it kind of started off a little bit slow because i remember watching it at first and being like "Ooh, am i am i having trouble with this because it's not exactly what i pictured it to be even though i thought that the casting of timmy they nailed it with that kid oh did they he had a unique look yeah. he and even his look his look is his little mullet haircut mm-hmm. like mulletish haircut and the the scarf did he wear a scarf in the book yes yeah always with thing? the scarf okay. and he did it because the scarf is distinctive because normal is for normal people. Yes. <laughs> now, I don't remember him ever saying that in the, in the book. book? There's okay. a couple of things like uh, mistakes were made. The name of the book is mistakes were made, but I don't remember that. Like, it's almost like a mantra in the movie where he kind of repeats it over and over again. Same thing with that's a demerit. I don't remember that. 
okay. okay from the book as much that's interesting yeah no not at all i mean he wasn't um he didn't have a whole lot of catchphrases like that. He wasn't that robotic? No, not at all. He he was full. I mean, he would stand up on a desk and, you know, shout revolution. And and I, I understand kind of why they played him this way. That was the biggest problem I was having at first was yeah. watching the movie and trying to reconcile. And when kind of once we went along uh, on the journey and kind of got past that, I really started to, to love it. My biggest problem, I'm going to try and say it without going into too much detail. Choices were made. <laughs> is that the problem well in the book okay so timmy comes across as kind of arrogant and conceited in the book itself okay all right but like i said you're seeing the book through his point of view so it's kind of almost like it's an it's almost an endearing quality in him because he never accepts failure despite the last name it's like he's just he's so confident in himself and he's so sure of himself i mean any adult that dealt with the amount of screw-ups and setbacks that he did that that they quit they they stop trying to be what they're trying to be he never lets it resonate with him not even a single bit he just so it's kind of an endearing quality his arrogance Interesting. if okay. you if you will yeah however when you watch the movie you kind of get the distinct impression that his arrogance is almost like a coping mechanism almost like he's created um, something like, almost like he's a damaged child. Like with that, the dad leaving and all that kind of right, stuff. Right. And I'm not, okay. there you go. See, I'm, I'm trying not to say that. And so that's where I was like, Ooh. oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I kind of liked about it. Uh, well, that, so this is where I'm going. Okay. A- again, that's where it kind of rubbed up against the character I knew compared to where they were going with this. And then I kind of realized, well, when you're reading the books, it's all from Timmy's point of view. Like there's that really touching scene where the mom is meeting with his teacher and he kind of is like, we can't coddle him anymore. You know, he's mm-hmm. been, he, he's living in a world of his own, but, and you kind of really kind of get the impression that, man, this is a, a child suffering in the book. There's one chapter of it. And it's just all through Timmy's point of view. You never hear what the adults are saying. It's, he just draws a sketch of Mr. Crocus and all it's written next to it is yap, 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 yap. In his mind, he's like, he's half expecting at any moment. His mom's going to set fire to the desk and stand up and like, how dare you talk about my son? But instead his mom just kind of looked sheepishly and it just nodded and that kind of thing. So you're seeing it through his point of view here. Mm. That does take a lot of, oomph out of it right so yeah that's kind of where i landed on this i was like i see so they did it this way because there was no way for you to hide the mom's reaction Mm -hmm. there's no way to hide you know the guidance counselor yeah mr jenkins or mr crocus you can't hide that or the the boyfriend the concern that they're kind of showing for this kid who seems to be exhibiting antisocial tendencies right delusional yeah delusional yeah that's a better word for it Mm -hmm. so once i kind of accepted that and understood that and it's like okay so this is going to be a separate thing for the book i was able to enjoy it a lot more yeah. oh, okay cool, okay cool and after that yeah and lily loved it from start to finish so i mean oh, I, good. yeah good, good, good i'm glad I, I do have a question was this movie made in the theaters and now it's on disney plus or did they make it for disney plus they made it for disney, for disney. that's what yeah. i got i okay. figured it was an original so mm-hmm. cool i mean i think that's good because this is the kind of things that you're going to need on disney plus to keep it going you know these kind of like okay little hidden gems. People are going to start talking about it. Oh, have you seen this? Things like that. And, you know, it's going to, they're going to have to do something other than the freaking Mandalorian 
Um, you know, or Lady <laughs> and Tramp. Yeah, right. yeah. I mean, because I, I'm be honest with you, I haven't touched Disney Plus since The Mandalorian um, ended. That you know what? That's you know? a great point to be made. And yeah, d- that Timmy failure was the only thing I was looking. If not for us doing that show last week, mm-hmm. and then me and Lily binge watching Gravity Falls, I I'm the same way. I really haven't touched uh, Disney Plus since The Mandalorian as well, or the Imagine Imagineering series ended before The Mandalorian. Yeah, so. Yeah. But but uh, kind of piggybacking off what Lee was saying, I can I was fine with it being a Disney Plus original to be failure, right? So I was content with that. Like that's how I went into it with no expectation. Of course, I never read the book, mm-hmm. but um, there were some parts of it where I'm like I can relate to the kid. And I think that's what helped. Mm-hmm. But for what it was to say, it's an uh, original property mm-hmm. and it's an unknown thing, and it's like it's just a kid and his real life mixed with his imagination. They did a pretty good job, but you do have to stick all the way through it. Like, you know, you have to have success to enjoy Timmy failure. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I'm hoping they kind of, st- cause I really do think that this would have been better as a series. Yeah. I'm with you there. You know, I, 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 I would agree I'm with, with that. You I would definitely agree with that. I would like to have seen that as a series rather than just a full length movie. It exactly. is a big reason yeah. why for me. Oh yeah. Yeah. But I don't want to, we got to okay. do it in a spoiler. Part? It'll put a, okay. it'll put a spoiler in it. Well, it's kind of, yeah. you know, I, I have been watching Disney Plus still, you know, so, you know, I'm, I've been all up in the, the Star Wars stuff. Lately, I've been watching Forces of Destiny, that thing. All right. And so that's how I've been doing it. So I've been kind of keeping up with Disney Plus that way. And then also when we did the show last week with the different cartoons and, you know, in a couple of weeks, I'll be watching the, when the Clone Wars season seven comes out. So Timmy Failure came at a really good time where there's like, there wasn't really anything else yeah. for me to watch. I was like, oh, well, this is something different new. Um, uh, and thankfully, Danny brought the right. show attention. Right. Danny doesn't read the book and say well, hey check yeah. this out this is you know i stand by this i probably wouldn't have thought about wouldn't it have thought of you know exactly. unless we did but you know i'm glad i watched it because i really uh, i did enjoy it okay and um so i guess overall for all of us we would agree that you know at least it's worth a, sh- uh, a watch it's definitely worth a watch and in fact i think it's worth more than one um i'm trying to figure out whether or not i want a sequel to this version i do want to see more timmy failure but like i said i kind of feel like it works better as a series yeah. where we don't have to get into the emotional gravitas of is Timmy screwed up or is Timmy just have has a hyperactive it, imagination? He has to come into his own. Yeah. yeah. And give him a chance. He's got yeah. this blind ambition to be the greatest detective. And, and yeah, because of that, that's what fuels these fantasies. Can so, we, can, can we just get into the spoiler? We, part? Yeah, we yeah, can. Let's, yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. It's hard to talk about it. Yeah. yeah I no. just want to so see I wanted this. To, um, I wanted to wrap up the spoiler free section. Oh, yeah, you got to yeah. do the warning. So, yeah, definitely get a, a, a viewing. Watch that. Make sure you check it out. But we're about to go into spoiler-filled parts. And so, if you want to, if you're not ruined by, like, spoilers, continue listening on. Maybe we might convince you to actually give this a watch if you're curious about Timmy Failure. So, we are about to get into the spoiler-filled section. So, here we are. You had your chance to pause it. We're going to ruin some things for you right now. Go ahead. Okay, I'm sorry. This is the only thing. All right. Okay. He don't, he don't solve nothing. No, he's a bad detective. But, you know, he doesn't even, there's no detecting. Like, this was the thing. When I heard that it was a mystery and everything like that, and her bro detective, I used to read this book when I was a kid. It was Hardy called Boys? Encyclopedia oh, no. Brown. <laughs> I read the Hardy Boys, too. Encyclopedia Brown? Yeah, Encyclopedia Brown. Oh, yeah. You remember that? Yes, yeah. I do. Yeah, so, like, you know, right? Encyclopedia Brown, yeah. so people were listening. It was like, he was like the same thing. He was like this kid. He just would walk around and be like this bully or something, and they would, they would say, oh, yeah, I blame this kid. And it turned out like the bully ate an apple and right you know the, the guy would find something out you flip the page you're like oh yeah this is why the guy did it so in the beginning i thought 
I was going to see something like that. Right, right. And I was like, oh, I get it, though. It's Timmy Failure, so maybe he's a sucky detective, but by some weird kind of luck. Like an Inspector Clouseau kind of. Yes, thank you. He stumbles upon a solution. Or he stumbles, uh, the, right. The, 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 and, uh, whatever. And so. Uh, and you see elements of that in the book, by the way. That's what I was going to ask you. So okay. in the book, is there mysteries that he does kind of solve in a weird kind of way like that? It's It's almost like things happen and he somehow... And I'm going to speak in generalities here because, again, you asked me to remember the specifics of like I'm sorry, I'm just, it's almost like he somehow rationalizes it after the fact that because he did these things, he helped solve it. Solve it. Okay. If that makes sense. I, it kind of does because it's like, okay, they gave him like the, the, the backpack. I mean, that was funny. I, that was funny to me. Mm-hmm. You know, he, 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 he basically finds the guy and then like, but he never looks for the backpack and then like he closes the door and there's the backpack. Right there, he but he doesn't pursue it, and then that was changed from the book. So if you read the books, what okay. it is is that he finds out the kid was missing his Halloween candy, and it was in a pumpkin. It was full of uh, Halloween candy, and so then you see Timmy enter into his room, which is kind of a little bit of an awkward scene at first. Oh, when, in the yeah. movie, yeah, yeah. But then he walks out, and it's like, okay, well, he just didn't see the backpack on the wall, and they're kind of showing to you when you read the book. There's a part where Timmy walks in the room and there's the a, a pumpkin on the ground. Okay. He grabs a piece of candy out of the cabinet. No, no, no. There's candy wrappers everywhere and he's stuffing chocolate in his mouth. Yeah. And Timmy grabs his notepad and makes a note because, it, you know, for the movie they made it to where he's got this little portable tape recorder look yeah. like. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, but here he just makes a notepad. It's like, Gabe, not tidy. And that was it. So the the answer to the mystery was right in front of him. Whereas you could watch the movie and be like, "Well, he just didn't turn around. He didn't see the backpack hanging behind him." No, it kind of really yeah. in the book you find out very early on. Oh, he's a really crappy detective, <laughs> <laughs> which oh, makes man. it no, funnier. Oops. So you Gabe, know, possible diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> Gabe, total ass. Like, oh man, so, sit out before I pound you. I was like, damn. And like, it's the same thing. Like, so it's not just like in the book you see his perspective on things, you see his perspective of people like Rolo took us his best friend. Yeah. Smartest kid in class. Well, was in the, is book, that the former employee? No, yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah. The kid that was Fitzy. Yes. Yeah. The former employee. He's a former employee. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah, they, he draws him as an idiot <laughs> and he always has a Stanford shirt on and Stanford is misspelled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he just looks like this googly eyed idiot. <laughs> So, I mean, watching Rolo on screen and the kid who did it did a good a good job. You're trying to piece it together. And it's like, yeah, of course, I can't see the Timmy version of Rolo. I have to see Rolo as he would really be. And so that was the adjustment that was hard to make. This almost feels like the movie would enhance the book because it's like all those times as you've been getting one view, mm-hmm. then you actually it, it almost, almost might make it funny because then you actually get to see the real thing. Yeah. And so you see his real friend, what he looks like, and then you see how he draws him. Oh my God. So that's, oh my God. that's Rolo took <laughs> in the book. That is your introduction to what he looks like. And so no matter how smart he is, and he's very, like, as soon as uh, Timmy meets him and he tells him about the case, and he's like, well, it sounds like Gabe ate the candy. And he's like, dude, you're not a detective. What are you trying to, <laughs> like, he kind of shames him and Rolo backs down. And that's awesome. Yeah. Well, like, in this one, it seemed like, Rolo was more concerned about Timmy's ability to 
past class, right. which I'm like, well, and that is true. That does happen. That happens in the book. Because yes. okay. I was like, man, when I was in school, like, no freak gave a crap if we passed or not. We only can we can hit the teacher with an eraser. Well, he did yeah. that only because they were grading him on the. Well, they quad had right. to pass because the they, laundry. Yeah, yeah, they were it's collaborative. Thing. They were all other grades counted together. And yeah, there again, if you notice what Mr. Crocus does, is he puts Timmy with the three smartest kids in class, which kind of again, you don't get a sense of heart. <laughs> Uh, of Mr. Crocus and and even in the movie, uh, Wallace Shawn <laughs> does a really good job of being like, look, at one point in time, I like this kid, but you're catching me at my, I just plain am aggravated and don't give a damn moment. <laughs> and I was with him. <laughs> I was with him with the, the damn seed. Yeah, I was, that was funny. That was so funny. Yeah, it was. Because all the time that was happening, I was like, wait a minute, isn't the water like way down there? <laughs> <laughs> and, and when they, they illustrated yeah, it with the, yeah. That's awesome. No, that was funny because then, like, he's on the ground and then little Timmy jumps on him, like, yeah, I'm like, trying to save you. I'm saving you. He's like, dude, you're like four feet. <laughs> like, <laughs> I had a, that's one of the ones I had a good laugh on, like, no joke. Like, <laughs> it would come out of nowhere yeah. with the show. But then I get this good laugh and I was like, okay, I'm, well, I'm still for the You know, the, the other good laugh that I got, and because this is something I've always wanted to do, is his artwork with the Scantron. Mm hmm. You know, oh yeah, the pants. The pants killed me. I'm like, yeah, pants. You know, I hated Scantron. I hated Scantron too, and I've always just wanted to draw designs, little dot matrix looking designs. And here he is, a dude, and he has a whole scene about him in the gallery, yes, art gallery with all the different Scantrons. I that love, one made me laugh. I liked a lot good. of that. It was like these Wes Anderson cutaways that I really enjoyed. Like, there, my favorite one was. When the boyfriend and the boyfriend in the book—that's actually a really big departure. The boyfriend in the book is kind of a, a jerk. Really? Yes. Okay. So yeah, the boyfriend in the book—he's like this uni-browed uh, guy with a soul patch and a, and a one earring, and he so that's just from Timmy's he, view, right? Well, again, yeah, it is Timmy's view of him, but he wasn't a cop or anything. Oh. He was a bowler, and he liked the book. Timmy called him the bowling turkey, and at the end, he gets, <laughs> Damn. He gets arrested. <laughs> this guy makes some bad choices. Yeah, that's the other. Okay, so that's the other thing. In the book, you kind of get the impression that, again, it's not Timmy being a screw up. Mom makes bad choices too. But when you watch the movie, mom just seems to be, a, a, you know, just somebody who's trying the hardest that she can. And Bob that looks rough, though. Bob yeah. looks rough in the movie. I liked it, the casting choice for the mom. I thought that was awesome because that looked like that would be Timmy's failure's mother. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Okay. Yeah, because she's a free spirit. You know, she's got purple hair, tattoos mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So she's a free spirit and she believes in that, but she loves her son. So I was, I love the casting choices there. But yes, there was a distinct difference between the tone of the mom in the book okay. and the tone of the mom. And, and, and the, you see what I'm saying is that's why it was so hard for me to watch this because I can't have a thought without it relating back to the book. Yeah, and so I, I, I feel that, yeah. prejudiced in, in terms of my my viewpoint on it because it's something I genuinely liked, but there were issues of it, and it all comes back to, well, I wasn't quite like the book. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. I mean, like you said to Bob, and again, like that was one of the other things that I, I liked. But again, like I like I said, once I got past, there's not going to be a mystery that this kid's trying to solve. This mm -hmm. is just a kid that's just dealing with a lot of stuff, and then it's about the adults around him. Like, um, yeah. And about the adventures that he goes on trying to solve these mysteries, which clearly he's just on the wrong. Like the inclusion of the Russians, I thought was genius. Oh, yeah. No, that was that, funny. That made me laugh, too. Yes. Yeah. That, because, I mean, they were just some hipster <laughs> guys <laughs> with beards. No, that was my question. <laughs> are they really <laughs> Russians or are they just hipsters? They're hipsters. And he, and, but he yeah, sees them and they're okay. Russians. He so. sees them as Russians. But that they were always messing really with Russians. them. 
Because it was like there was like one guy that had like a food truck that it was like was it like something like Boris's tacos or something? Yeah, but that was like the one connection to Russia. Like, and he even throws like they say, well, his Karina Karina's parents, uh, were, you know, there's yeah some Russian in her, and then boom, just lumps Total her in with it. those people. So I think that's his perception that they all were Everybody's together Russian. operatives. Yes, <laughs> this poor kid. <laughs> Not just that, but they had her face covered the whole time. They had her face covered the whole yeah, time, and then he's like, "Oh, she's Russian." And then they take it off. It's like, wait a minute, she's Asian. <laughs> yeah, I've got to go with Lee. Usually, when Lee does like the race politics stuff, I walk away from that. But okay. yeah, but she had the, the big box on her. Yes, and I was like, man, she must look really vicious, or maybe they're gonna explain like why he sees it like that. And then when they took it off her, I was like, that girl's sweet. Okay. Like, so- you know, she's hanging out there playing mm-hmm. like water, like water pills with a yeah. friend and the dad shows up. She's like, hey, Timmy. And I was like, dang, what What she did you like that, Timmy? Like, this, you know, she'd go to dance with you. She did solve a case with you. Like, none well, of that was, was like a girl that he liked because his mom actually brought it. Well, up yeah. Yeah. OK, so that's where it's going to go. Oh, okay. So in the books, that's, oh, OK, that's inevitably where it goes. Having said that. Karina Karina, that casting choice was, and it's no offense to the girl who did it, but yeah, that is just not what I picture Karina Karina looking like or acting like. Karina Karina was not a mean girl by any means in the books, but I never got the impression that she was just so ultra nice and sweet to everybody. So she treated either. kids like dirt in the No, book? no, never, never, never like dirt, but she she's kind of peppy and she was very ultra nice to Timmy. And I never got that impression from the okay. books. Now, like in subsequent books, there is a romance angle and they do kiss oh, at one point oh, in time. You must be trying to get some intel. Right. But this is how he draws Karina Karina. So if that gives you kind of a sense as to what it is <laughs> <laughs> that you're kind of expecting with this, this character, she kind of looks Again, she's not mean, but it kind of looks like she's not even. She should be like sarcastic based on that drawing in the movie. Thank you. So there again, that was something that didn't connect. Now, again, maybe they had to tweak some things because this is on film. And again, these drawings reflect Timmy's interpretation of Mm -hmm. how these people are. And clearly, as you can tell, most things that Timmy comes up with are wrong. (laughs) I would give I would give that character this credit. No, I was just going to say, uh, uh, listeners, I won't be able to post the pictures of it on our show notes. So, you know, just go to a local bookstore that we can kind of see what we're looking at. Oh, just for copyright purposes. Google it. Yeah, yeah, yeah you can Google it. You can probably find yeah. it. But yeah, if it's for copyright purposes, we won't be able to picture these things. I like, post. I did like the fact of when they had Timmy was like, oh, no, Karina did it. You know, when she shut down the power to yeah. the city. And I, I, again, this is one of those parts where I, I was cracking up like, dude, and the light switch, yeah. and he does the, yeah, the light switch, and so they show her that she has this smirk. So as an actress, she pulled that off really well, and she yes. gave this evil look. So that was pretty cool. Like it was funny, but it was hard to buy. Like I thought she was gonna give him some crap, like when they were taking the test or something in school mm-hmm. to kind of say, oh yeah. This is your nemesis. She's a little bit more hard nosed. And again, this is my person impression from reading the book. She's a little bit more hard nosed in the books. She's not a, a jerk, but she doesn't suffer foolish behavior without like, and it just keeps a peppy smiley face. That's Molly Moskins. Molly Moskins does that. Now that's a character. See yeah. That. And Molly Moskins is a character. Boy, they nailed it with that girl. That was exactly how Molly Moskins really? should have been presented. Yeah. I, I, I 
totally enjoyed the casting on her. And the girl played it up to perfection and oh, the yeah. whole scene with her with the, the nail polish and everything. That was great. I, I love that scene. That was yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. I yeah. was like, that's like, all right, get you like, some. Yeah, I was like, that's my kid. That's my that's my kid. If she spoke Spanish, she could talk to a dog in Spanish. But, uh, <laughs> but going back to what Kevin said about yeah, I like the 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 cutaways where you kind of get to see his imagination. Oh, the wild stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes, okay. I love that. My that's cool. favorite part, and I just busted out loud laughing, was when the boyfriend tries to give him a lucky rabbit foot. <laughs> oh, yes! <laughs> it's that in the bear claw. Bear yeah. claw. Oh, those scenes make me laugh. Just, yes. I'm not laughing. And they're in the lab, and yes. it's an, what is it, Animal Awareness Month or something like yes. that? Yeah, like, I can't accept that. It's uh, whatever. Oh, no. no I, all right. We're going to talk about the cutaways. That, and then, that sold it. Go ahead, Lee. I just was going to add on to that when he says, Oh, I'll introduce you to Total later or whatever. He's going to introduce the bear to him later. And it shows him just like up ah! in his face about to eat him. <laughs> He's like, going to eat him. This is crazy. Now, but all those cutaways are cool, man. Like that whole thing, it was just well, like. That's yeah. his imagination. Well, total the, the story of total arriving to Timmy's residence made me laugh. Yeah, yeah that okay. too. We yeah. buy good cereal. No, <laughs> just the fact of okay, the one the one did. cutaway they got me on was when he takes the truck and goes into the dude's house. Yeah, Mr. Oh, like the opening, house. Yeah. yeah, that opening scene. I I was kind of like. Yo, all right, what's happening? Because like I, you know, I didn't. And he got that whatever. There's a, snot there's total, the total the polar bear is like on the back of the truck, like Rawr! and I'm like, wow, that's awesome. I know he didn't mean to drive to the yeah. dude's house, but that's awesome. He actually does do that in the books too. Oh, he said, yeah. did it, but he didn't do it in the movie, right? It was like a dream. It was a dream. I think he does do it in the book. See, if, if that's awesome. Served. It was not a hallucination. But that's, there again, this is based upon. See, that should have happened because that was like okay, well. I don't know what this kid did to get to that point, but yeah, I was. I oh, was I love that open. open. Yeah. I thought that was a great yeah, way. That, was a that, great that got me hooked. Okay, so like, here's another thing, and, and this was something that kind of really got me going is is the depiction of Total as being full on polar bear because <laughs> that's wild. Yeah, you kind of get the impression watching the movie that adults are aware of what Timmy thinks Total is, but he doesn't humor them. Like they never respond to seeing total right yeah, yeah i get the impression reading the books that people do respond to seeing total as if there's something real going on there mm-hmm. now this is how total is drawn and again i'm gonna show and total's about the size of a of a dog okay so not as big as full-on not as big yeah, and so you'll, big you'll you'll see that and, and by the way this is again a, another great visual gag so when he gets the segue stolen which that was another thing I think suffered in the movie is the Segway gag was a few years too old. Mm-hmm. But if you look at this, so when the when it got stolen, what he did was he hooked up a wagon to Total, mm-hmm. and in front of him was chicken nuggets to Lord <laughs> Total into walking, and that became the new failure mobile. Oh, oh nice! Wow. So there does seem to be some reference in the books that Total is real. A real what? That's the thing. Now. Again, it's all being done through Timmy. Like there was one part where I think they got lost in the woods and total lost, got him out of the woods some in some kind of a way. The, I always kind of picture Total as being kind of like a dog or something like that that he just imagines is a polar bear. Yeah, 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 I can see that. But yeah. clearly, that's not the case when you watch these movies. No. Yeah, I felt I felt the polar bear was one hundred percent made up. Like like an imaginary friend. That's the way I understood it. And, and that's a and, fair and maybe he Maybe he bumped the car himself that set off the alarm, but in his imagination, it, it wasn't his fault. It was the 
it was the polar bear who did it. That's a fair interpretation based upon the film. Absolutely. And and I don't think if you're watching this, I don't think you can come away thinking anything else. Right. However, like I said, if you read the books, I kind of got the impression whether or not Total was a a stuffed animal or kind of like Calvin and Hobbes. That's what I think of. Yeah. yeah, Or whether he was a dog or, or some kind of representation that, that, Normal Timmy had animal, created. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Question. So does Total in the books, does he talk to Timmy? Yes. Really? Like, okay. Okay. Now, not often. Like Silent or, Bob? Does he help yes. himself a he case bu- or something? Like, does he say... There's something? never a point where Total says, no, you, yeah, dude, you need to go around back and you need to look. No, okay. that doesn't like, happen. Dude, you're chasing Amy. But, yeah. <laughs> I'm saying, that's like... A, that's pretty much this. about it. Is it really? There'll, there'll just be moments where... I was just joking, but maybe he just busts out with some He's like, dude, just like, like your Bob's Bob. boyfriend. Yeah, Damn. he's mostly silent, but there'll just be moments where Timmy will say something like him and Total were arguing about a case. Okay. Mm. Or that Total okay. told him this or, or whatever. Now, again, nothing from anybody else. It's always through Timmy. Right. But Total's interaction with other people is more prevalent in the books, I should say. Yeah, he doesn't touch anybody really in the movie. That I can read. But the book right. is from Timmy's point of view. But the book is from yeah, Timmy's okay. point of view. Man, Total was, man, if I wrote that book, man, Total be eating people. <laughs> I want to know how he got the name Total. <laughs> Totally oh, awesome. That's, yeah. <laughs> he walked a lot of total of miles, I guess. To because he ate, he ate total cereal. Is yeah. that really? Is that he, what it, the cereal he, that he had? He totaled no, a whole bunch <laughs> of pounds. No, because they never really said what cereal he had, so I would have believed that. Well, no, yeah. And it's there again, not, not to make a distinction, but in the books, it, the, at no point does total break in when Timmy's dad leaves. I don't think you even hear about Timmy's dad. Oh, wow. He, See, he just kind of makes a reference, I believe, and again, I'm going by memory, that, yeah, yeah. that Toll just showed up one day, you know, eating out of the cat bowl. See, I took that. I really took it. Not from cereal. The, cat bowl. Cat bowl. That's a big ass bear to me. That's interesting. Oh, that's right. In, in the book, it's not, not that a bear. Big. Sorry, I, I've flipped it too much on myself. Well, in the movie, he's searching for food. He's that's a, why he left his land. Right. right. Like, wow. I was like, I watched that. Goodbye, Mr. Narwhal. And he I, left. Yeah, <laughs> right. I watched the Coca-Cola commercial with the polar bears. They always look happy. Yeah. They, look, total, they look nice. I total. He's like, no, hell with that. There ain't no food here. <laughs> no, I think you, you and Total could like chill. Because Total seemed like he would, he's a good chiller. I would totally take care of Total. I would totally <laughs> take to- care and of Total. And Total would take care of you totally. I would be like, man, how you want some fish today? What's going on? Like, no, you like, I just want to sleep right here. Can we do that? Yo, man. He'd be like, yeah, man. Yeah, man, I got one of your cousins right here laid out on the floor, man. He'd be like, what the f? What do you mean? I got my cousins on the floor. What Yo, are you man, talking you about, watch boy? Total Recall, bro? Come no. on, man. Get mad, I'm man. bouncing. Man, you're crazy. <laughs> I'll be like that, man. Put I my cousin cereal. on the floor. What's wrong with you? Oh, man, you don't want to go to the cold, Is that man? a picture with your girlfriend with my cousin on his back? Her back? Hey, man. I was I'm, trying. Ba- I'm leaving, boy. Total, don't be like that. I'm going back to Yo, wherever Paul I like came that. from because I, I can't remember you. what the hell Paul I came from. I need you, Total. I can't do this. We got to solve this case. You got my cousins on the floor and your cousins on my girlfriend's back. Look, man, what about the briefcases up there in the kids' locker room? How we going to find that? Gotta do that too. Uh, all right, I'll stick around. All right, all right. <laughs> but then I'm leaving. All right, we'll work it out later. All right, that's a demand for both of us. All right. <laughs> Affirmative, totally. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I dig I dig the fact that um, it's just it's just the fact that it was a polar bear that just pops out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was something like yeah, they did the thing. The dad left. He closed the door. Like I just maybe I overthought it, but he closes the door, and then boom. He comes total. He busts in the door. The so door. I, yeah, I thought it was like this is an intro into this kid's brain. That's it. I dealing think, with yeah that trauma. That's exactly what yeah. the movie wanted you to do, and that's what I'm saying. That is just not present in the books. Okay. the The movie opened you up to. 
the idea that Timmy is disturbed. Yeah. And it, it, you know, it's like, it's like finding Dory, you know, oh, where, yeah. you, where you watch finding Nemo and you watch some of finding Dory and it's like, this is, this character is so funny. That's what Timmy is. He's such a funny character. And all of a sudden you start to realize, Ooh, there's some pain behind them. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And uh, so maybe that's where all this is coming from. This need to prove himself. Uh, no, hey. maybe from the paternal abandonment, and and that's when it starts to like I said, it hurts to watch that. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's how. That's why I wanted y'all guys to go first because it's messed with my head. I'm like, shoot, this is. I really just expected something that's going to make me laugh from start to finish, and no, they want you to understand that this kid is, is something a little more serious. Yeah, yeah okay. he's dealing well, with some some serious stuff. That's what I. That's, no, how, that's, that's what that's what I took away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, once they were like, okay, well, this kid is because then it's like you get this weird thing because like we watch stuff as creative mm-hmm. people, but then we're also parents. Right. Yeah. 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 Right. Get that view too. And yeah. that's the, and that's the thing, right? Is like. Once I was like, okay, well, he's not a detective. He's got the bear, but they're not really interact. Like there was this part where imagination wise, it was like, I'll take that ride, mm-hmm. but I, I'm not immersed in it. Okay. But then as a parent, I was like, oh man, I mm-hmm. really feel for this kid because like in some sense, the, the kid is like any other you know, autistic person trying to deal with something. He's this old guy, doesn't fit in anywhere with the other kids. He's smart, but he just doesn't apply himself. So mm-hmm. Then you find all the parents and the teachers and like you said, the counselors, they're like, well, what's going on, Timmy? And he says his thing and you're like, oh, wow. Like, I I started to feel bad for him. And I think in that instance, I started to, that's when my perception for the movie flipped. Mm-hmm. And then I started to love the character for who he was mm-hmm. and not for whatever he was portraying. You know? and, and maybe that was part of the way that they felt that they could make him more likable. Yeah. Well, like I said, in, in the book, he comes across as being likable just because he's so funny 100% of the time. And he's so driven and so confident. And it's kind of cute. Like, it, it's kind of cute when you're kids, like not when teenagers or, or older children are like, I know everything. But it's kind of cute when you see like your little nine year old child come at you like you know like they've got life figured out yeah right and it so i i i like timmy i like timmy from the start and this is just a newer version of him that it's like okay if timmy existed in the real world this would probably be what he would be like so that was the adjustment and accepting the newer version of him but I'd, i'd still one day like like i said i'd like to see an animated series done on this figure because I, I really think you could have some fun with it. Oh, you could totally get away that, with yeah. a lot more if it was mm. animated. I would, yeah. I would love to. Yeah, I'd love to have that. He's yeah, got the Dennis the Menace kind of quality. Yeah, to it. yeah, exactly. No, yes. That's great. Even though I enjoyed the movie with the even with the gravitas stuff, but I think the fun part would be good too. Yeah, you know, just have the reality. But yeah, no, I thought I thought it was definitely worth a watch. Um, so all, all the weekends, you should definitely check it out. I hope we get this kind of content in the future. I, I really do. I do too. I, this was this was good. This was refreshing. This was something different. Mm-hmm. Um, cause you know, up until this point I was, uh, I'm, I'm, for me personally, I'm looking forward to the season seven clone Ward, but there's nothing really in between. So this popped up at a great time Yeah, to have to have something new to watch. Maybe the content is out there. We just don't do it. Oh, maybe not. I mean, granted, I'm going to go back and watch gravity falls in order. Yeah. I have to watch definitely that. do that. Yeah. And maybe, you know, some of the other stuff like gargoyles, handyman. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I like the librarians, uh, her jacket. <laughs> oh, that yeah. oh, reader breed. That was a weird character. Breed. Yeah. Okay. So in the in the book, Flo is a guy. Oh, he's a, he's a motorcycle guy, just and they, the same. And they made her Butch. Yeah, really yeah. Butch. Butch. I, I had no problem with that casting choice. That was yeah. fine. I That's a that was good awesome. point. Yeah. Yeah. That was. You want to see Flo real quick? That's Flo. 
<laughs> wow that's a difference looks like yeah. a cossack wow the movie makes the book more even funnier it to does. me because it's like okay here they are in reality but to timmy he would think a butch lesbian look is a guy <laughs> you know what that's yeah, a good that's point true. that Maybe is awesome really yeah girl. i need it because he, he doesn't he doesn't understand that concept <laughs> yeah you know because he's so sure. young but yeah he would interpret a butch lesbian as a, being a guy like that so in the book, does Timmy watch some show or is he inspired by some movie that makes him think like this? No. Wow. No, no, no. To me, he's just he's ambitious. He's driven. He is confident. He's secured himself and, and he really does fancy himself the smartest kid in class. He thinks everyone else is an idiot. I just figured like a detective, he would have watched like, I don't know, Philip Barlow or something. I thought it was something Dragon i'm sure he might have but dragged it yeah, he, he, yeah. I, to my knowledge and again maybe I for, i'm forgetting something maybe people who are a little bit more familiar with the books i've read That's them to good. lily but i do not remember there ever being a point where like he was trying to emulate columbo or something like that columbo <laughs> it, it never happened i mean he was just Frank from Drebin. the get-go, he's, yeah, it's fun. He just starts off with, you know, I'm the greatest detective that's ever lived, and here's a chronicle of my journey. So, Moegans, ladies and gentlemen, guys, if you checked out Timmy Fairy, we'd love to know your thoughts. Or even if you approach it from the view of the book, if you read the books and then watched the movie, we want to hear your, we want to hear everybody's thoughts because uh, this is something new, especially for the three of us. Yeah, Danny's got some experience, but he wants to hear views from people that haven't read the books and just watch this movie for so sure if this you got disney plus i know most of you guys do because we a lot of us were talking about the whole star wars thing and, and all the different the mandalorian and stuff so we want to hear your thoughts about timmy failure and well, you're, you're supporting a really good guy yeah I mean, yeah no yeah, Stefan yeah. was awesome but he was awesome well, that's and, good i'm glad and I, if I they like made it. a series so you would watch this if this was like timmy failure the series yes absolutely and in fact oh, for sure yeah no, no it, doubt. it might work if it was like a spot-on thing of the book on the cartoon yes. form and then you got the movie to play it up against i think they could work hand in hand okay so you would watch it if it was animated but not live action i might watch it if it was like no action. i would watch it live action yeah. for sure yeah no yeah. no i, I yeah. definitely would I, look bravo for disney to have the balls to make this word because this is a show about a kid who's kind of a dick <laughs> Just, no pun intended. I mean, he's, a kid, he's a kid working through stuff. <laughs> That's funny. He just don't tell nobody. <laughs> That's yeah, funny. it is I, funny. I, 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 like, I like that. I like the ego. My last point. Yes. Yeah. I like the ego of the kid at the point where he had no money. He had no job. He mm-hmm. ain't solve anything. But he would tell you, hey, Bob, you are the payroll. Or when he, his friend would quit. And then as you saw his friend fencing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was like. I'm a double your pay because you're a trade assassin. Like, oh, even as like I'm gonna get a new office downtown. Yeah, I, that part I love. Like, uh, there's yeah. a part in the I book, love that ambition. There, there's a part in the book where the mom's writing out the bills and yeah. it's like past due this and past due that, and he looks at her and you know she's obsessing and stressing over the bills. And he's like, "What? Are you worried about? It? It's a mere drop in the bucket. Like <laughs> when I cracked this backpack case, it wasn't it wasn't a backpack case at the yeah. time. It was the, the, the candy, candy case. But when I drop when I cracked this case gonna be rolling in the money what are you worried about it's just the yeah. ego that goes and it just made it so funny where that's what i'm saying there was touches of yeah. um, that in the book but timmy always brought it back to i just gotta saw, do this job and yeah. we got it we're good yeah we're he made more money than encyclopedia brown <laughs> so guys ladies and gentlemen timmy failure on disney timmy failure uh mistakes were made released 2020 right now on disney plus check it out um, check it out we don't yeah. know how long it's gonna be we, we, have, we don't this is the first year we don't know how long disney is gonna keep things or the, how they're gonna rotate things out like netflix but it's on right now if you listen to this at least in 2020 so we'd love to hear your thoughts on it get us in touch get in touch with us and at show at magic 
guys, we hope you enjoyed all that discussion that we did today on today's show. If you want to learn more about us, magicarway.com is the way to go. There you'll find our social media links, past episodes, and more. Also, if you want to get in touch with us to share your opinions, you could do so through the following ways. You can shoot us an email at show at magicarway.com, leave us a voicemail via Speak by Widget, or call or send us a text message at 1815MAWEEKEN. That is 1815MAWEEKEN. 6694226. Also, we got a couple guys to do things outside of the podcast. First of all, we got Eli, those things with comics. Tell me what you got going on, sir. Yeah, sir. Um, when I'm not doing this awesome podcast, you can find me on ivorycomics.com. You can see all work that I have for many comics that I try to do there. Project Gacious, Savages, and the Molly Be Damned. There's a link to this podcast, so you never miss a beat. Get all that goodness. All of it. Uh, Facebook.com, you can find me there. Eli H. Ivory. As long as you're a real person, cool. If you're a bot, not. Project Gacious has a Facebook page, so just look on Facebook. You'll see Project Gacious. Go there. You're all good. Instagram, you can find me there at eiv 504 And of course, on Twitter, I can be found at Hancock1066. So if you appreciate the madness, then you're just bringing me the gladness. Affirmative. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to book a vacation so that you can go check out Mickey's Runaway, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, I got to say the full name, you can do so through Lee. Lee, tell me how to do this. Just give me a call at 832 431 1621. That's 832- Affirmative. <laughs> 832-A-F-R-M-T-I-V-E. You can email me at lee at magicrway.com. Check out the Facebook page at facebook.com slash travel. That's L-A-S-T-O-V-I-C-A travel. Instagram, you got a friend in Lee Travel. So if you do any of that, we'll get you hooked up and booked up with no. Totovica! Yeah, a couple ways to support the show. You can buy some beignets right there on our homepage. You can also buy some of our clothing, represent the show that way. Easiest way is to leave a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download the show, whether it's Stitcher, Blueberry, Google Play Music, etc. Also, be sure to support the BS Podcast Networks, who we are a member of, and support our partners in podcasting over there. Well, can I just say real quick, I really appreciate y'all guys giving Timmy Failure a shot because I know y'all y'all didn't have the connection that I had being a Pearls fan and, and being a Timmy Failure fan and y'all all sat down and watched it. And now that you've all watched it, y'all have been look, affirmative, demerits, and I mean, my heart's full right now. I got to well, tell you. Well, thank you oh, for bringing this to our yeah. attention. We would have never known about this had you not brought it. When they released it, probably like, oh, there's just another release. and had no background about right. it. Right. We are adventurous. I mean, so, we met the guy. Thank you. We you met know, the guy. You know, now you say that, I just that is one thing I am pissed off about with this movie is I don't see any promotion for this. Yeah. Like if yeah, not fair. for me having like obsessed over this and looked it up, like I haven't seen a whole lot of stuff on YouTube. I haven't seen anything on t- on TV. And this is a really good set of books. And I do believe there's a built-in audience for that. And I really wish Disney would have promoted it more. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I appreciate you guys watching it. And and really, Stefan Passis is a great guy, He's a very, very funny guy. Always make me laugh, always responded to emails. Just a good guy. Yeah, I mean, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say it's very awesome. I mean, look, it's a it's a good run. I mean, I know you, I know you enough mm-hmm. to say if you're gonna bring something to us and say, hey, check this out. I mean, there's there's something to it. And mm-hmm. uh, and again, we met the guy. He's a creative force. And uh, yeah, it was it was a good way to talk about something on the weekend. Can I say this is a good way to end the Sunday? Oh, cool. Very yes. good. Yeah. So definitely support a quality artist there. 
Finally, guys, if you want to have a place in which you can freely speak your Disney mind without fear of retribution, you can join us in the Weekend Pleasure Island 33 Facebook group. You'll have a chance to interact with all the famous weekends as well as Danny, Eli, Lee, and yours truly. And we thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to us and making us a part of your Disney fan life. We appreciate you and love hearing from our listeners. All opinions are always welcome on the Magic Army podcast, so get in touch with us today. So, weekends, ladies and gentlemen, we say Kwaharini. My name is Kevin. I'm Danny. Magic out! I have every intention of eating those bananas for breakfast, but I still somehow end up with tacos. Señor Brito. <laughs> That's a demerit. You know what, Eli? What? It doesn't matter where I am, but I always have Mad Hatter Radio with me. That's it. It's it all is. about the Mad Hatter Radio heart. It is, man. I have it always with me. Uh, when I'm at work, Mad Hatter Radio. That's it. It's when I'm at home, go. Mad Hatter Radio. When I'm in the John, Mad Hatter Radio. That's right. Fit you like a glove because it's like a hat. I'm a madman in there. Because it's Mad Hatter Radio. That's right. 